This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back once again for another episode of The Drop podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. The Blues played the Flyers on Saturday, and um, let's just say it was very disappointing. From the drop of the puck, it was just terrible. And I'm going to get into that in a second, but I want to go over one thing. And that one thing would be the Blues not playing Vladimir Tarasenko very much in the third period in the game against the Golden Knights. told you guys at the end of that uh, podcast I would talk about it on this episode, so let's get right into it. I know Vladimir's not been playing his best, and sometimes recently he's not at his best defensively, but it's not been bad. It's just not what it was a, a while back. We know he got into that big fight, and it really rallied the team, and he was playing physical and hitting people. In the last few games, he's not been doing that. Not that he's really playing bad defensively, like I said, but he's not been doing some of the littler things. So people have really been trashing him lately. So Mike Yo comes out and says that, well, there were some other people that deserved time. Payarvi had been playing great, and Yashkin had been playing great, and those guys deserve time. You know, I, I understand if you want to send a message. Maybe talk to the guy before the game or after the game. But you're in a tight game. You won this game 2-1. to one. If it wasn't for Carter Hunt making a couple saves late in periods, you would not have won the game. You wouldn't have. Then what would people be saying if you wouldn't have put Tarasenko in for those extra couple minutes. And to say that Payarvi and Yashkin deserve more playing time is just ridiculous. If you need a goal, who do you think has got a better opportunity at scoring a goal? Payarvi, Yashkin, or Tarasenko? Guarantee if you ask Blues fans, it would be 99%, probably 100% in a fan poll, that it would be Tarasenko. In fact, let me know. Go to Twitter, at OfficialTheDrop is our Twitter page. Let me know what you think. If you come down to it and a game was tied one-to-one, would you rather have Payarvi have a great scoring opportunity, Yashkin have a great scoring opportunity, or Vladimir Tarasenko? I think we know the answer to that. Uh, also, people going on that Carter Hutton should be our number one goalie, and no, he should not. Like I said in the last episode, ride your hot goalie. You ride your hot goalie. If your number one's not playing great, you're not getting the results you want, you go to your backup. If he's playing hot, then you ride him. And that's what the Blues have been doing. But in today's game, Jake Allen would start. Before the game, they normally have a a spot on Fox Sports Midwest and the broadcast where John Kelly, great announcer, Darren Payne, great analyst on the side of the ice talking about the Blues. Darren Payne said something to me that really did not make sense. And as a former goalie and a former hockey player and a broadcaster for years should know better than to say this. He said, and I quote, it was no big deal that Vladimir Tarasenko didn't play those extra couple minutes. Payarvi and Yashkin deserved to play those extra couple minutes. And they did not need Tarasenko out there to score goals. They already had a 2-1 to one lead, so they didn't need him to score a goal. Are you kidding me? A 2-1 to one lead and you don't need Vladimir Tarasenko out there in the ice? 
that was not a very, very smart comment in my mind. And Darren, if you ever listen to the podcast, I love you. You're a great analyst. But that instance just did not make sense. Payarvi and Yashkin deserve to play more than Tarasenko. They were up two to one and didn't need Tarasenko out there. They had the lead. That that's that's not right, Darren. I think if you think about going back over it, you probably would uh, rephrase what you said there. I don't think you necessarily meant to say it that way, but that's the way it came across. And uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one that thought that. So let's get into this game. We're hoping for a big game from Jake Allen. We're hoping the Blues can start scoring a little bit more. They scored, you know, three goals in a couple of their last games. They only scored two against the Knights, but they won that game. It was a hard, hard fought game. What would show up in Philadelphia. Well, I tell you what would show up in Philadelphia. What would show up in Philadelphia is a team not moving, a team that let people skate past them and tried to catch up with them by using their sticks, a team that stood around, a team that was slow, a team that allowed a lot of breakaways, a team that just did not look like they wanted to play. You would think that, hey, Jake's back in goal. He's our number one guy. We really want to play hard for Jake Allen. Let's get him back on the winning track. But that's not what happened. Philadelphia would go out to a 4 to nothing lead before the Blues would even get a goal. He can certainly handle himself in terms of the fisticuffs. Another hit, and he sends a man down the shot. They score! Lawton with a goal! Tyrell Goldburn, what a first shift in the NHL. one nothing Philadelphia. As advertised, just outstanding job on the faceoff. He got right in on the forecheck, made contact on Jay Bolmeister on one side. Angelo on this side takes him right to the ice and Scott Lawton swoops in and fires it high to the block for side on Jake Allen from Goldburn and the shot by Lawton. Great start for the Flyers here and a great start for Tyrell Goldburn in his NHL debut. Fan down by Edmondson and the Flyers move back with speed and numbers here Giroux. Up the right wing Giroux, he holds the pass, the fix, they score! Well there's some energy in the building, but a lot of that on Goldburn's first shift and the carry forward here. Giroux does an outstanding job going up the ice. He's looking to saucer a pass to Konechny who's driving the net. Goes off the seat of the pants of Colton Pareko. No chance. But that was I guess because it was off. Now here's Wheel. Throwing in Wheel. Score! A beauty from Jordan Wheel. And the Flyers lead 3-0. Another Voracek pass and an Outstanding power move by Jordan Wheel. Boy, it's been coming for Wheel recently. At the goal against Pittsburgh a couple of games ago, and there he just blows past the defender and the netminder. It's a tap in by the end of it. It's all speed and skill. Long pass. He's got Giroux moving up with Couturier. Giroux holds the pass. Couturier the dead. He scores! Number 20 for Couturier. Travis Konechny getting more and more comfortable on that top line. It's a terrific outlet pass that allows Giroux and Couturier to get in a two-on-one situation. Watch this pass by Konechny. Saucer right to the tape. Giroux does the work. The pass is perfectly placed. And Couturier, what touch he has right now, taps it in for goal number 20. Let's just say it was very hard to watch the first period and most of the second period just not playing well at all. I don't know what they were thinking. A lot of two-on-ones, three-on-ones, two-on-nuns, just terrible defensive play. A lot of standing around. That first goal by Philadelphia was two minutes, 15 seconds into the first. That would be Scott Lofton's seventh goal. It was unassisted. 
Claude Giroux gets his 14th goal, the second one of the first period. Provorov gets his 12th assist, 6 minutes, 42 seconds into the first. And Philadelphia comes out of the first up two to nothing. They outshot the Blues 16 to seven in the first period. They would continue to outshoot the Blues and in the second period outshot them 13 to nine. In the second period, those two goals by Philly would be Jordan Will gets his fifth. Voracek gets his 41st assist, eight minutes, 32 seconds in. Sean Coutier gets his 20th goal. Giroux gets his 36th assist. Konechny gets his 10th assist, 11.45 of the second. They're up four to nothing. The Blues, I thought, started playing a little bit better towards the middle to end of the second period. They would actually get the next two goals on a goal by Ivan Barbashev in the second period and a goal by Paul Stasny just 12 seconds into the third to make it 4-2. to two. And tipped up by Tarasenko. And now Stasny, odd man rush for the Blues into Barbashev in the clear. Backhander, he scores! What a shot by Barbashev, his first goal of the year. That's a heck of a play there by Barbashev who... Defensively, he grabbed a puck in front of the net of Jake Allen. He stopped it from the point. It kind of stung his hand a little bit. And then he busts down there in his own zone and gets going on an odd man break themselves. And you can see here he blocks the shot in front of his own goaltender. And that helps out. Petrangelo ends up playing it. Tarasenko swats it. Now it's a slow developing two on one. Nice pass by Stasny. And a, just a terrific backhand play by Ivan Barbashev. Not much room over the glove. Full strength here begin this third period. Blues right into the zone. And Tarasenko to the net in front of shot. They score! Right off the faceoff. 12 seconds in. It's Stasny and it's 4 to 2. Now Tarasenko's got two assists now in this hockey game. And he collapsed behind the net after that, but he's got a little grin on his face, so that's a good way of starting a period. And this is a game in which Vladdy Tarasenko, I mean, could absolutely have taken it over right from the hop. And here he makes a starter step move on the forward Giroux. That's a good read there by, by Vladdy, knowing it's a forward. And you can see that Giroux actually swats his stick, and that causes the puck to go over to the left. And Stassi's got a wide open net right there. Did anyone pick up on that? Did anyone pick up? on the fact that when the, the Blues scored with the Flyers up four to nothing, the fans booed. That's Philadelphia for you. If anybody's been to any game in Philly, they are the most hostile people that you will ever want to meet. And I'm sorry, Philly fans, you are. You don't treat your sports people very well. You're up four to nothing. Brian Elliott lets in a goal that's not his fault. And you boo. Then you boot on the second goal. You're still up four to two. You do realize that people are imperfect, correct? You, you do realize that, right? That you're not always going to win games. Yeah, be upset with your players for making mistakes. But you're up four to nothing and you yell at your team. You boo your team. They call it the city of brotherly love. I don't know why they call it that, but they do. So Flyers fans... Show some more love for your team that was up four to nothing and played a hell of a game on Saturday and really made the Blues look very, very bad. Those two Blues goals were by Barbashev, his first of the year. I thought Barbashev had a pretty decent game. Stasny gets his 20th assist. Tarasenko gets his 23rd assist. 14 minutes, 56 seconds into the second. The Blues are still down four to one. Starting out in the third period, Stasny gets that goal to make it 4-2, to two, his ninth. Tarasenko gets his second assist of the game, his 24th. Barbashev gets his second point of the game, his assist, and then, of course, the first goal. The Blues are definitely back in this game. 
but one of the best players on the Flyers team, Wayne Simmons, who I have a lot of respect for, and I've liked him since he played in L.A. He just keeps going at it and gets those goals where he works hard in front of the net and he doesn't give up. And you Flyer fans, I hope you really appreciate what you have in Wayne Simmons because this was a great power play goal when the Blues are starting to come back and it gave you guys a 5-2 to two lead. He drifts and then gets to Giroux. Giroux, the wrist shot blocked. They get it back to Gossett for the slap shot. Deflection score! Wayne Simmons in his office! A very important power play goal in this game. The Blues were coming here in the third period. Edmondson takes the penalty and the Flyers capitalize on the opportunity. Giroux playing catch. Gostas Bear after finding his own rebound gets it right back to Gostas Bear and Simmons gets a stick on it. Yeah, just great position by Simmons. I mean, that is a, a typical goal that we've been accustomed to seeing by Wayne Simmons. Huge goal by Wayne Simmons. The Blues are starting to gain a little bit of momentum, putting pressure on Brian Elliott. He's making the saves he needs to, but I'm sure Wayne Simmons probably thinking to himself, man, we got to get some more stuff going. And he did. This guy works so hard, gets his 14th goal of the year. Uh, Gostaberry gets his 23rd assist. Giroux gets his 37th assist. Power play goal, 11 minutes, 18 seconds. Philly is up 5-2, to two, back in the driver's seat. But Colton Pareko had something to say about that, and he would get the Blues back to 5-3 to three with his fourth goal of the year. And Steen looks around. He goes across to Edmondson, back for Pareko. And a drive, he scores! Pareko! Elliott never moved, he never saw it. And Pareko makes it 5-3 to three with 4.31 to go. Good move by Mike Yo. And now the strategy and the desperation here. Two goal deficit once again. You go back to that Simmons power play goal after the score was 4-2. Well, now they've got it back to a two goal deficit again. Taking some time off the clock since then, though this one had eyes, literally. It gets beyond Giroux, who's the forward, and a quick little snapshot. And this is example number A, that you don't have to fire the puck hard, but it's got to get through. Indeed, Darren Pang, the shot does have to get through to be able to score. And that one definitely did hard shot, hard shot by Pareko. His fourth goal of the year, Edmondson gets his seventh assist. Steen gets his 17th assist, 15-29 of the third. The Blues are back in it at 5-3. to three. They would pull their goalie late in the game, and uh, Sean Coutier would get his 21st goal. Empty net goal, and McDonald would get his third assist, 19-45, into the third. The Blues lose this one 6-3 to three and get ready to play Washington. Let's go over the final stats of the game. The Blues fall to 26-16-2 with the 6-3 loss. The Flyers improve to 18-15-8. and eight. Shots on goal, 39 for the Flyers, 31 for the Blues. Power plays, the Blues were 0 for 1. The Flyers had four power plays. They were 1 for 4. The Flyers uh, were able to beat the Blues in the face-off stat, 60% to 40%. Barbashev gets his first goal and adds an assist. Stasny gets a goal as ninth, adds an assist. Pareko gets that last goal for the Blues. It brought him back to 5-3, to three, his fourth of the year. Tarasenko had two assists. Jake Allen makes 33 saves, and a few of those saves were not his fault. The one off of Pareko's butt and some of the breakaways, there's not much Jake could do on those. On the Flyers' side, Giroux gets his 14th goal and adds two assists. Coutier gets his two goals as 20th and 21st. Simmons gets the power play goal as 14th. Will gets a goal as 5th. Lofton gets his goal as 7th. And Elliott makes 28 out of 31 saves. Let's go ahead and get into the post-game interviews where we're going to hear, of course, from Kyle Brodziak, Ivan Barbashev, and, of course, Coach Mike on this uh, very bad loss to the Flyers. Uh, yeah, we didn't come on first period. Well, you know, even first two periods, we, we weren't getting to our game. Uh, they scored a couple goals in the first, and... And then the second, again, a couple breakdowns and 
you can't be coming, trying to come back from four nothing. It's too good of a league, and uh, yeah, we just waited too long today. You had some, some good chance, especially as the as the game game got going. Uh, yes and no. I don't think I don't think we played nearly the you know the type of game we we need to play to to have success. I mean, you're going to get a couple chances here and there, but our game plan is to to have sustained pressure, you know, chance after chance, not just one and done. And I felt like we were, we were like that all night, just one chance, they get it out, we're chasing again, uh, no sustained pressure at all. First two goals, though, were, were, were kind of strange. The one, Petro gets knocked down, they get a quick, uh, you know, a quick shot, and the other one right off of uh, uh, Tarasenko, I mean, uh, Pareko's. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, first one's probably just a bit of an execution breakdown. Uh, Second one, yeah, we had a chance going going one way, gets blocked, and they turn it back on a two on one and, and get a bounce off. You know, our guy does a our D man does a good job not letting the pass go by and gets a kind of a strange bounce, uh, you know, and in the net, which is a little unfortunate. But but I, I mean, I I still think we came in the room after the first and we felt like it, you know it's it's not the bounce in a one play that you know that makes it. We we definitely deserve to be down at least two at that point. Can't dwell on this, huh? Another one pretty quick here. Uh, yeah, just got to just reset, um, you know, take care of ourselves tonight. Uh, get ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow's not going to get any easier. Yeah, it feels good, you know, to get the first one. And uh, I really thought I played, I played well. And uh, after the goal, I got a lot of confidence. And uh, with every single shift, I was just probably getting better and better. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a tough loss. We just wasn't ready for the first period. And uh, I scored a couple goals, and it was just probably too late. Yeah, that makes it an uphill struggle, doesn't it, when they get up 2-0 that quick? Yeah, that's 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 for sure. I mean, I agree with you, but uh, we just got to do a better better job from the first minute of the game, and uh, you know, it's 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 tough. But uh, without our second and third period was was great. Mm -hmm. Anything you put your finger on? Maybe an early start or something to the to your slow, the team slow start? Yeah, probably we didn't start really well. Mm -hmm. It was it was bad. We had, we had a lot of Turnovers. We didn't really execute out there, but uh, you know, like we got a time to just uh, to think about it. And uh, tomorrow's a new day and a new game. Oh, just not ready. Not ready. We, that was one of the keys to the game for us was to start on time, and we didn't. It seemed like they had a lot of odd man rushes. Yeah, what did you way see? Too there? many. I thought that uh, we weren't tight in our game today. I thought that we had. Uh, you know, when we're on top of our game, we're tight, we're in their face, we stop speed before it starts, and uh, tonight we just let them come at us. And your defense has really been maybe the one constant all year. It's, it's got to be a little strange to see. Yeah, we, we got to bounce back from that. We had too many guys that uh, that weren't weren't there, uh, you know, not playing to make a difference in the game, just sort of playing the system but not, not playing it to make a difference. And, uh, that you know, it's, hard, it's a hard league to win like that. Early start, maybe have anything to do with it? Uh, that can't be an excuse for us. I think that you know we're pros, and this is not like it's the first time that we played an afternoon game. So um, obviously, we'll have to be more prepared next uh, tomorrow. After a great game against the Golden Knights, the Blues just don't show up until about the end of the second period. I thought they played pretty good towards the middle of the end of the second period, but they did not play a complete game, and you can't get away with it. Look at how they played a complete game against the Vegas Golden Knights. And that's why they won 2-1 to one against a very good team. Hopefully this is a jumping point for them. Hopefully uh, also we don't start hearing again about how 
Carter Hutton's so much better than Jake Allen. This is Jake Allen's fault. I've seen that a lot on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram. Come on, people. Know the game of hockey. I know we have a lot of passionate fans, but please don't jump off of the Jake Allen bandwagon. He's a good goalie. He's just going through some things. And if you think all six of those goals or five out of the six since the sixth one was an empty netter or his fault, you're wrong. At least three of those goals were not his fault. So if you take away three of them, the Blues win because the empty netter's not scored. They need to really shore things up defensively. And it's all about one thing. It's about consistency. They've been playing two or three games where they win and they play pretty good. And then they play damn good against the Golden Knights and get that two to one win. And then they just don't show up till late in the second period in this game against Philadelphia. And by then it's four to nothing. They tried to come back. They scored three goals, which was pretty good for the Blues recently. You know, a lot of times if the Blues get three goals, they're going to win. But the defense was not there. The consistent defense, the consistent moving around, getting guys out of your end, stopping the two-on-ones, getting back defensively, whether you're a defenseman or forward, when you know you need to. That was the difference in this game. I hope they can make adjustments, or we may see something similar in Washington. I don't know. I'm expecting them to play better in Washington. I think they will come out and play better in Washington, and I think maybe we'll get a win. If we don't, I don't think we're going to have a 6-3 to game where they don't show up for half the game. I just can't see that happening two games in a row with a, with a Mike Yo team. I just can't. I'm sure he's going to really get on to them after this game. So uh, as he said, there were some players that were playing the system, but they really weren't playing like they were in the game, and they've got to do that. Let's get back to that, and everything will be fine. Thanks again for joining me. I've been your host, Lance Descott. This has been The Drop Podcast, brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Make sure you check them out. They've got all kinds of podcasts for everyone. Until next time, let's go Blues. This has been The Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.